and welcome to the Weekly Walkthrough H-Town, coming, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment, sponsored by USW Local 11228. I'm Rusty Witcher, joined by Susan Lamb. Hi, Susan. Good morning. What a weekend. It was crazy. We had a, we had a good, it was a good weekend, a three-day weekend. I know. A Labor Day weekend. I saw you mowed your yard. Until the mower stopped. Oh. I did not know the mower stopped. And some people pulled a deck, two decks off the back of the house. We pretty much worked all weekend, actually. Or it's Labor Day weekend. You're I not know. supposed to. Well, actually, that's kind of what we did. And I think some of our local uh, businesses were open, and Heston College had students. And so, but it's good. And Great. I will talk later about the berm okay. and the ball game. But okay, we can do that. We can do that. But first up, Sunflower Performing Arts. It's so good to have you, Holly. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We did labor. We labored on Labor Day at Heston. Yeah. Well, well, okay. I can say this because when I was a student at Heston College my freshman year, Labor Day was still opening weekend. Yeah, that's not true anymore. Right. No. That, in <laughs> fact, that changed by sophomore year. So All already then, yes, yeah. So. They're backing so, it up. Backing yeah, it up. like by now, the kids have had four quizzes in each class and mm-hmm. dated four different people probably, huh? Ooh, maybe. I'm not saying I have any inside information, Holly. <laughs> so sometimes the profs are the last to know. That's of true. course, of course they are. Of course, like, just like the parents. Them, you know, you catch them talking to each other. And right. Kind of right. Lean in. Well, Holly Swartzendruber, thank creepy. you. Appreciate you being here this morning. So you are. You probably wear multiple hats. I do. But yeah. one of them is the. Do we use the term director, coordinator? What is the director? Of. Is okay. what's on my card okay. and my sign-off. Nice. So but. tell us a little bit about the background of Sunflower Performing Arts and maybe the evolution. Yeah, it was started in 1982, and it was a collaboration between the community of Heston mm-hmm. and the college. And, um, and then I think it was 98. Let me double-check my notes. This was before me. 98, yes, Bethel College joined, and so then it was HBPA. So it started off as HPA, Heston Performing Arts. HBPA was about 20 years mm-hmm. um, collaboration, and so different depending on the artist, depending on anticipated audience, we would choose um, either to have it on our campus or at Bethel. It kind of depended. Um, and... Then in 2020, they, Bethel decided to pull out of the partnership, and so we decided to proceed onward. We renamed it Sunflower Performing Arts, and we were we had a lineup for the next season, and we all know what happened then. I didn't have a season because we had COVID, right. Right. and we were grateful to have classes and in person. I could do in person teaching, but we did not have a season, and so last year was our inaugural season, and it was great. We had a blast. It was so fun to do live music again. Mm. People really appreciate it more now than ever, don't they? They do. And it was, you could feel the excitement. Our first event is the soiree, which is the one that's coming up Sunday. And it's free. We didn't know what to expect. We, you know, we didn't know who was going to come anymore after a year off Mm -hmm. and the separation of the, you know, the, the two colleges. And there's still lots of people that are connected to Bethel that, that join and come to our events great. on it. So great relationship there. But yeah, it was the energy was great at the soiree. And so I'm kind of excited about it. I am excited, not just kinda. So you slipped a word in there that I wasn't quite expecting to hear that this Sunday is free? It is. Yeah. That nice. was one I know, right? 
that's why free thing. is good. Free, free is, is good. Free is usually good. Sometimes you get well, what you pay for, but in this case, you're getting way, way more than you pay for. Mm-hmm. So we happily accept donations, but it's a way to, to um, feature local artists. And we did that. We started in last year. In fact, I both emceed and sang, which was a little terrifying. <laughs> I will, I will share that freely. Uh, this year, I'm just emceeing, and I'm, I'm glad to be doing that. But yeah. So just give us kind of the basic facts then of this program coming up this coming Sunday at Heston Mennonite Church in the Sanctuary. Right. It'll be at 3 o'clock, and we'll have a variety of um, – I think there we have one vocalist. We have Dr. Karen Moam. She's the vice president of academics at Heston College, and she will be singing. Um, otherwise, it's instrumental this this uh, Sunday. And so we have a very – several have, uh, have interesting names. Like there, there's a group called the Brain Flowers. Okay. Yeah. I like I love. I love that name. Brain Flowers. Like Actually, it. there's no, no the. It's just Brain Flowers. You've piqued our interest. I know. Well, I'm going to ask them to explain that at the program. Definitely. I mean, <laughs> like, that's a, that's a team name for a fantasy football league or, Susan, we could be the a brain trust. Well, I'm just thinking like brain child, flower child, brain flowers. It's kind of a blend of all it that. It kind of is. I hadn't even thought about flower oh, child. man, oh, man. So it's violin, uh, Rebecca Schloniger on violin. Okay. And Kenna Graber on flute. And then Seth Gerton. On, on cello so it's a unique ensemble mm-hmm. and so we're excited they'll be a part of it um and then another one of my bosses i get to introduce two of my bosses this sunday which is fun joan griffing is our um academic dean okay and she's a great violinist and her husband is a clarinet player so they call themselves outside the box b-a-c-h oh, oh okay all right i like it i like it yes. i like it Clever. okay um, and they're going to have a, a on the pro, they'll be on the program as well. And so, and we have a brass quintet, and um, I'm not I'm forgetting some of them, but it's a that's most of the program. Oh, our adjunct piano professor May Lee is okay um, playing three pieces, I believe. You have definitely given just an overview that I would think would help people understand. This is an array mm-hmm. of performers and free, mm-hmm. local, mm-hmm. right after nap, if it starts at 3, people should be finished napping before that evening FOSPA, got to have something to eat before mm-hmm. bedtime time. I mean, it's a wonderful window. That's exciting. Do we it need is. to dress up? I see that it's at a, at a church. Do we need to get on gloves and fancy no. shiny shoes? No. I think the performers will be you know, dressed for mm-hmm. performance, mm-hmm. probably not black, you know, in their tails, uh, tuxedos. But, um, oh, but I think people would wear, oh, when I was young, we would have called it Sunday clothes. Mm-hmm. But that's different now. That right? is different now. So sure. I wear jeans to church sometimes. So yep. um, you can, you know. You come as you are. Come as you are. And, <clears throat> excuse me, there will also be a reception afterward. Okay. Okay. And, um one of my colleagues, Karen Unruh, she's our administrative assistant. She's also an excellent, excellent pianist and organist. She is baking gobs of cookies. Wonderful. Yeah. So, so cookies are good. Cookies are good. <laughs> cookies are, are always good. good. They're they, always good. Yes. That is true. You can't go wrong with cookies. So can you say a little bit more about the other groups you have lined up for the remainder of the season? Because this isn't just a one-off. Right. Sunflower Performing Arts has a season. Can you tell us a little bit about those groups? Sure. We have, <clears throat> excuse me. 
We have four other programs. We'll have one at the end of October, and that will be an instrumental group. They call themselves a Piano Wind Tet, which is, okay. I think they are unique in the world, actually. They're piano, oboe, clarinet, um, bassoon, and horn. Some people will say French horn, but apparently we say horn. Oh, that's changed. Yes. Okay. The I horn. learned that. In Wasn't grad aware of that. No, no. It's good. Yes. Make so, note. Learning things on Tuesday on the podcast. That's I like right. It. Yep. So um, they will be playing um, a program that will include an arrangement of George Gershwin's An American in Paris, mm. which has some jazz influence, and then they'll be playing two other pieces that are more like late Romantic, okay. early 20th okay. century. So that's in October. Yeah. And then um, we try to do a holiday program, and this one will be – both of these groups are from Germany. So the first the one in October is called Ensemble 4.1, and the group in December is called Kalmus, and they are also from Germany. They are a quintet, and they will be doing a cappella Christmas music from around the world. That'll be so awesome. that should be – Achso. I mean, a lot of the meadows, we get down with the a cappella music. I – that's my – Extent of the German I know is ach so for O I C. That's from freshman German mm-hmm. class. So that's true. But Tid- you the tidbits <laughs> that just keep presenting themselves. I, I should be writing those in my diary. But okay, and then Holly, you have some couple more things that's, at the after the first of the year. Then that's too. right. Early February, we have a a really interesting program called Our Song, Our Story, and it was developed by a pianist composer, sort of. Uh, artist extraordinaire. His name is Damien Sneed. And um, we have a soprano and a baritone and a string quartet, and they're going to present a program. It'll be varied. Opera, art song, jazz, African-American spirituals. And they're going to pay homage to particularly two black women who were at the vanguard of black classical, like world-class performers, Marian Anderson and Jesse Norman. That'll be and appreciated, so, I'm sure. Yeah, we, we are really trying to be deliberate. Um, about planning something um, around MLK Day or Black mm-hmm. History Month. Um, Good. Yeah. And then the con- season concludes? Uh, Palm Sunday, if I am not mistaken, early April. And it's an interesting percussion duet. Mostly, I think it will be on marimba, but ac- they're officially calling it acoustic percussion, so we have options. And they'll have some light Mm-hmm. Um, light effects. So ah, I'm kind of intrigued oh, by that one. To, I'm intrigued. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So how are these performers selected? Well, in the past, I had gone to a large com- uh, convention called Arts Midwest. I guess it's probably a conference. That's probably a better word. Where you, I would set up meetings with agents, and um, in the evenings they'd have showcases, mm-hmm. and so you could just you know look at the schedule and see what would be appropriate mm-hmm. for your particular venue or series and you could pop in and and watch and so with COVID that shut down I think they're going to start it up in person again next next fall but otherwise uh zoom meetings with agents I look on rosters I look at what succeeded in the past what we got really good feedback on um we tend to focus on vocal music or choral music so we usually have two of those not always um there's often a theater, not always, or a, a, an unusual program. But we actually really try to make an effort in that in that way to program something unique. A real true balance, yeah. at least from my perspective over the years. Yeah. And sometimes you're like, ooh, are people going to like this? Like we brought marionettes in a few years ago, and that sounds, I mean, maybe we picture Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, you know. Mm-hmm. Was it Lady Elaine? I don't know. That The... There, it's fascinating. 
I attended that and was in, um, kind of stunned. So yeah, I mean, you laughed, you cried. Huh. And, and I think they can be a little creepy if, if not handled correctly. Well, it's, it's interesting because years and years and years ago, I remember going to Yosemite to watch a marionette show with a bunch of different schools. And I, I remember that. I'm like, wow, that really come full circle then in that mm-hmm. respect. It so might, I wonder if it was the same. Uh, very likely could be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we had... We, one of the things we try to do, I work with a steering committee, and they they speak into the process. They have opinions. They share them. They also are kind of, you know, my, what do you call that, ears to the ground? Mm-hmm. Is that yeah, the right term? Absolutely. Where they, they hear from their peers or, you know, people willingly will share to if they know you're a board member, if they liked something or mm-hmm. a suggestion. And so, and then we start negotiating. A lot of collaboration with having that team of planning people, I'm sure, in mm-hmm. place. So it's my sense that it's pretty unique for a community, <clears throat> excuse me, our size, to have artists of this caliber. I mean, I've seen Canadian Brass. I've seen, mm-hmm. um, well, now I won't be able to call up the other one, but it's in my brain somewhere. Well, coming. Last, year, last year we had Votus 8, and they're oh, yeah. kind of yeah. a, hot, a hot commodity right now. To, to come to a town this size. So can mm-hmm. you just say a couple things about how, what, how it's a privilege and, and say a little maybe about that? Yeah, that is unusual that a, a town our size can have a group that a lot of people have heard of, not everyone, but many people will have heard of Canadian Brass or Chanticleer or King Singers, Vienna Boys Choir. <laughs> I was King like, Singers, I, I thought I, I'm going to hit it yeah, along. Yeah, you did. So, um, yeah, my predecessors worked hard at that, and you, when, when you've established a relationship with an agency and you've done a good job on your end, you know, followed the contract and hosted well, and mm-hmm. et cetera, um, they want to work with you again. Yeah, and, and I think, I mean, I think we would all agree. We want to give a shout out to the people that were visionary. Oh, absolutely. Started this years with, ago. Without and, a doubt. And, and stewarded it along the way because it, you just don't know the difference that these kinds of things make in the lives of people. But, Rusty, how cool is it that you immediately said, well, I kind of remember attending. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm oh, sure that absolutely. was one of those programs because they used to be presented in your center, so it very likely exactly. was. Exactly. I yeah. remember attending a few. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, we try every season to have one or two events. We call them educational outreach. Sometimes it, you have to n- usually narrow the window. Sometimes it's like elementary or middle mm-hmm. school. Um, last year, we well, we worked with middle uh, Chisholm Middle School in Newton. The whole school came, or at least Incredible. the ones that were able to come. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah, and we that's part of the the I don't know the service we want to provide. So you often pay extra for that, and mm-hmm. then you're able to provide that's free for those students and. Yeah, the teachers, and, and for that we are grateful. Yeah, we really are. Well, we're grateful for the donors. Let me tell you, it sure. would not exist without absolutely patrons. And it's not ticket sales aren't enough because we keep ticket sales very, very inexpensive. So people can come. We want people to come. Mm-hmm. Creates a lo- lot of access when yeah, you are able to exactly. That. Well, what else do we need to know, Holly? Well, this Sunday, in addition to a great concert, that people can pick up their tickets. They can buy them, or if they've already purchased, they can pick them up. Okay. Um, in the past, they were mailed, and we, I decided we can save some postage and potential loss of tickets, because mm-hmm. let's face it, sometimes we lose track of things, and people can even just keep them at will call, and so pick them up for each concert Great. they're already purchased. Um, they can make a donation, 
and well, it's a good time. I think uh, events like this are, are times when maybe people that you wouldn't see anywhere else. I mean, I know it's a small town, so I acknowledge that. But sometimes there are people that you I haven't interacted very much with you. Right, exactly. So uh, those provide opportunities. But it's also it's it's probably also a little bit different that you can see different social circles and people mm-hmm. that you don't like you said interact with all the time, but you're coming together to learn to get some extra culture, some mm-hmm. education about this, which is wonderful. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, Holly, thank you so much for being here. We're really mm-hmm. looking forward to that. I'll be around on Sunday. I'll see if I can convince Rusty. I think so. Yeah. And um, we just wish you the best this year with Sunflower Performing Arts and also the college. We're grateful to have you in our community. Yes. It matters a ton. Thank you so much. Um, Before you go, Holly, one thing we didn't ask is what does a season ticket cost? A season ticket uh, depends on if you're a senior or a student or an adult. And so if I'm remembering correctly, uh, it's $98. And that is basically you getting a program for free. Mm-hmm. Because if you would buy four individual tickets, remember the soiree is free. But right. otherwise, the other four programs individually purchased would be um, like 30-ish okay. more. And so mm-hmm. you're basically going to get one show for free. Not quite, but almost. Right. And so, uh, Yeah. You can, and sometimes people are like, well, I know I only can come to two of these, so it doesn't make sense then, of course, to buy sure. it. But, so we will certainly sell you individual tickets. But season tickets are a really good deal. Yeah. Sounds awesome. And that's Sunday, free, 3 o'clock, right? Mm-hmm. Estimate Estimate night Estimate night. Night. Mm-hmm. Please join us. Yes, yeah. that'd be great. We'd love to see. We'd love to pack that place out. Awesome. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Should okay. I rent this parking on my driveway? Uh, no, I no, think you, you could. No, I could <laughs> and probably maybe, do that no, easily. Maybe, maybe sell yeah. a few ribs <laughs> out front. <but. laughs> okay, Susan, you're really pushing me to do a lot of cooking. I already I'm have to. Sorry. I have to do. Have signed to do. up for something else. Yeah, you? I know. On okay. Sunday, this okay. is all on you. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you, Holly. <laughs> Thank you. Have so a good much rest you, of the Holly. week. Yes. We'll so, you. all right. So that's Sunday, three o'clock at Mennonite Church. Awesome. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon, Holly. Yes. And man, I wish I could get a Chris Stapleton ticket for the same price that these things no are kidding, going for. Right? It's awesome. True no kidding, right? No Very good. All right. Thanks, Holly. <laughs> okay. Looks like I think our next guest. I no, saw saw them out there. So he'll come in in just a second, and I'll do that. You're good. So. Yeah, that it is. It's a busy week, and and I'm I'm excited just to think about what this means for our community because oh. I know how music shapes the brain of little children, and right now we're working to shape some brains. And and absolutely. In fact, I can even we can use that as a segue. Next weekend, we also have a musical guest coming in too to talk about to talk about things. That's Dr. Joel Garber and the Central oh Kansas Masterworks. That's right. I have almost forgotten to talk. about that. Yeah. Coming to talk about singing and fishing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> mostly singing. All okay. right. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, thank Holly. You. Have a good we'll one. See you. Have right. a good day. So I think Colt is out yeah, there. We'll get Holly will just, just send him yeah. in. But yeah, so much fun stuff going on. It's very energizing. And um, I think we talked if we could ever get past summer. And yeah. what I'm, I was going to take a picture today of a pair of white jeans folded up and going in a drawer because you know you're not supposed to wear white after Labor Day. And. Um, and I noticed I that this this guest that's coming in is not wearing white shoes or white jeans, so he already had the memo <laughs> that you don't I, wear white after Labor Day. I, but did that, you? That's know, a thing. Did you know that? No, I didn't oh, know that. Again, Susan, my fashion sense is so extreme. I dress like an eighth grader. I wanted to so talk a, about your fashion it's, sense. It's a but lot we have of much hoodies. more important it's things. It's a going lot on. of hoodies and a lot of shorts. I can dress like an eighth grader. That is my wardrobe, and it is comfort. So. 
Colt's going to join us here in just a second because he was laughing that I'm dressed like an eighth grader. You got a problem with my fashion sense? You know, Colt was one of my favorite eighth graders, even though I had him as a sixth grader. I was just impressed that after having me, he stayed in the school district. (laughs) He didn't like bolt and say, we got to get out of here. Well, to touch on the clothes Hoodie weather is my favorite weather. Yes, mine too. So awesome. Mine too. Mine too. And I can get away. I I may or may not have been wearing a hoodie and shorts in a snowstorm. So sometimes I run on neck thoughts, and you're not really effective when you run on neck thoughts, but I do. That's a new fashion. Well, and, old fashion, I guess. I, I like it. I like it. Gold Pouts is here to talk about the K9 OD tournament. Thanks for coming in, buddy. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit about the event, this event. It's Saturday, and how did it start and what it benefits? Um, so the event started, this would be actually the fifth year for it. Okay. Um, when I was at the sheriff's office, we didn't have a canine program and budgeting issues with government. It's always a thing. So I kind of looked around and thought around of what's something I can do to raise money. And having worked at the golf course growing up my entire life, I knew golf. Mm-hmm. I played somewhat of golf and I knew that a golf tournament could be a way to raise money for it. So we just started it and been going since yeah and you have a pretty good turnout and for those people who are still interested is a four four person scramble yep and so for the non-golf crew that might be tuning in four person scramble means you have a team of four people you all hit a shot you pick your best shot you hit from there again and go go on so on and so forth until it's made until yep. the shot's made it's actually a, a really good team event so you can have not so good shot and your teammate next to you can have a great shot and yeah. Go for it. I mean, we are the defending runner-up two-time GLC real estate team. So we're defending runner-up trying to pick that up one more time this year, apparently. <laughs> so, um, Colt, how can more people get involved as a whole sponsor if you still have spots? Um, we still have a few spots. Um, I know teams this year were – I we picked a bad weekend. Apparently, there's a big K-State game. I lost uh, two or three teams to the K-State game. It's K-State and Missouri. Um, We're not going to get into my biases or my Um, anti-biases here. So if anybody would like to get involved anyway, um, my cell phone number is 316-613-9942, or you can email us at k9od.inc at gmail. Um, Cell phone's going to be a better way to get a hold of me. If I don't answer, I'll just give whoever a call back, and we can discuss options for them. All right, great. Hey, you know, I always have to give the senior citizen clarity um, point. So when you say K9, right now Colt is wearing a sharp hat that has the letter K and the num- number, numeral number, nine. But you're talking about a dog, a K9, C-A-N-I-N-E. So just make sure when you email, what should they put? It's letter K, K. Letter K, number nine. Right. O-D-O-D-I-E, period, I-N-C, at Gmail. Right. I think there's probably a certain part of the part of the population that wouldn't even think about the fact that you could have a kind of a clever way of showing K9 mm-hmm. with the letter K and 9, but that that dog does a lot of important work in our county and we're grateful for it. Yeah. We uh actually last week the officer Vance asked us to come through the high school which Hessen as usual has a clean record there and we uh move on to the next schools and go on about our day and okay. hopefully keep everybody on their best behavior while we're right. around. Right. So a couple questions about this golf tournament. Mm-hmm. It's a chance to have a little bit more fun than just your traditional four-person scramble. There's a couple of caveats, aren't there? Usually. Okay. Like mulligan, maybe a mulligan purchase now and then? We, uh, I think we're this year we're going to do the money ball again, which is okay. you can use that as many times as you need. Once you lose it, though, it's gone. Um, 
How about we're, throws again? Throws we're, gonna, were fun. The throws. So I played in a golf tournament a few years ago where <laughs> Susan's giving me this. I have, it, it is the greatest thing for oh, yes. golf because most people can throw better than they can hit a short range shot. Um, and I played in a tournament where you could buy throws and it was incredible. It, I actually made a you couple pick throws. The ball up and you literally throw the ball as an extension of your shot. And I will say, once you said throws, I knew exactly what you were talking about. But it also clarifies the broken shed window, I bet, that I've had. No, that's not a throw. No, You don't think someone no. threw? No, I don't. Think that shed window and walked away? One, I don't think someone threw one out of bounds to your shed window. Okay, then never mind. Back I, to the throws. That, that could probably be a really errant tee shot. Okay. Not mine, though. I, might, I can I claim one of them. I've tried not to hit your house, so... <laughs> I mean, once you got your final grade from my class, you start trying not to hit my house, right? It's okay. Back to the back to the tournament, so, right? And so, so money ball, some mulligans, um, maybe some throws. A lot of fun to be had. Yep, we and try to make it as fun as possible. You don't have to be a good golfer to come have fun. No, no. And then a meal afterwards. Yes, um, I actually have a lot more fun with that than we've done years past. We started. Three years ago, doing a fish fry. Yeah, that's uh, yes. It's yeah, Susan. It's that's legit. Fine. It is a legit fish fry, and you catch all the fish, yeah. don't you? Yeah, we uh, actually. I took the family out yesterday. We ended up going up to Milford and filled up the live well with catfish, and they'll be there to be fried up Saturday. So pretty much fresh. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, not they've been sitting in somebody's freezer. These are the Labor Day weekend fish. On the not all of them, but most of them most I try to do within the last few weeks. So that's they're not incredible. Just, yeah, so this is a it's a it's a great deal because I may or may not have brought in my cocktail sauce for Dave Armstrong to eat with a fish. I may have a little extra cocktail and tartar sauce from a fish fry. I just did mm, that might show mm, up to mm. let people have. Yeah, there's right. some. I'm trying to make some mariachi butter. It's the first time I've ever had it down in Texas, and it was it's it's a game changer for me with fish fries. Okay, so all right. I'm gonna try to get some made this week, and it's kind of difficult but we're gonna see how it goes okay maybe i should make a great big batch of my tartar sauce for you you could okay you know the coolest thing about all this is i'm just thinking (laughs) every sixth grader becomes an amazing human they just do you know like when you're in sixth grade i never thought that i'd be having a conversation hearing you talk about mariachi butter and all these complicated things and you're doing such important work in our county and i just have to say i respect and admire you all the more. Yeah. Uh, I never thought I'd be doing this either. <laughs> Let's just be honest. But you are, and it matters oh, so much. I just looked at my notes. We also have to mention the raffle silent auction, too. Uh, yeah. So that day, we we actually have a, a big raffle ticket item that we're selling tickets currently for, which is a Blackstone Grill. We're only selling 100 tickets at $10 each. I've got mine. Thank you. For, I've got mine already. <laughs> and then... Um, we have the raffle tickets that day are $5 each. Um, we're going to have a small black zone in that. There is um, a smorgasbord of other stuff that we yeah. have donated and stuff that we went and got. And so that one will be good this year. And then this year we're doing a silent auction. I believe we have three, potentially four items we're going to be on there. Um, since we lost so many people to the K-State game, mm-hmm. uh, we have some K-State tickets for the K-State-Texas game in november Ooh! so we have four of those um we have a uh wooden american flag made by cover six woodworking that he uh, donated and then i had a lot of people bugging me about it so i went ahead and donated a fishing trip to milford that will be up for grabs a can't promise huge fish i can find fish um and you're, you're targeting catfish right 
Uh, we can do that or crappie. Or crappie, either one. And they're blue catfish. And blue catfish, now, personally, I'm a walleye guy. I love walleye first, but blue catfish has crept up second. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, really tasty in the fish hmm. world. Yeah, that, well, and the reason I like it is the thrill of catching when you catch a 40, 50 pounder, yeah. it's unforgettable. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I've really never been fishing. Wouldn't it be weird if I would win that thing to Milford and you'd have you, to take me? You would me? have fun. I, 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 my, the kids yesterday had to stop, like, change out reelings because they were getting tired of reeling the fish. It was, they had a fun time yesterday. So, so like, you, you would, like, help me get down to the shore, help me get in the boat, help me stay calm on the boat, get me out of the boat, get me back. Yep. You just, I pull up to the dock, tied off the dock. You can, it's like stairs down right into the boat. You sit down. And you sit there, and I tell you when to go reel in a pole. And okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy my um, my <laughs> Love it. grill ticket right here and now. Okay, good, I can deliver it that day when we draw your name. <laughs> okay. Perfect, right there. Perfect. Yeah, and then at the same time, he's gonna want to come inside and get this charcuterie board that has a swather on it that I kind of stole mm. out from under him at the chamber dinner. But he's oh. almost over it because I told him. I don't think he's almost over it. He, I told him. I don't. I thought he heard it. me say that I was putting <laughs> him in the will to get that. I could just need to write it on the back of it with magic marker, and then I'll take a picture. Okay. Of it. All right. All right. I, I went ahead and got a hold of that guy, and I think we're gonna buy buy one anyway. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> but you have four kids who each want one, so this is true. <laughs> okay. Okay. So this is Saturday, and we're teeing off shotgun at what time? Two o'clock. And you awesome. still have some spots left. Yep. All right, so get, get in touch with Colt for up. sign up for this. It's a great event and a really, really fun tournament. Yep. We, uh, like I said, I try to make it fun for everybody. There might even be some cornhole thrown in there, so uh, warm up for that a little bit, too, to okay. try to get some. Susan's the rainy defending cornhole champion of this podcast between the two of us. So I, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> Colt, thanks for telling us Thank about you. this. I do I, think it sounds like a good event, yeah. and I hope people will fill those empty spots yeah. because – just the prizes alone, and throwing a golf ball sound yeah. pretty fun. Yeah, and if anybody's around on Saturday, I think I've last tallied about 70 pounds of fillets of fish, so just stop in if you even want to just try fish for the first time. Cool. There'll be plenty there. Susan might just walk over. I That's might. Funny. I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to it. Perfect. So, Thanks, Colt. We thank really appreciate it. Good job. I'm going to get miles out of this applause button like really nobody's are. business. So. so on his way out, he's going to uh, wave Jackie <laughs> yes, back he'll here. Send, yeah, send Jackie back in here when she gets a chance. Thanks, right. Colt. Be safe out there. We care. Well, let's let's move to onto sports. We can Please. talk a little sports because the Swathers picked up a huge Man, victory I tell on Friday night, 21-14 to 14 over Hoisington. And one thing that I was really, really impressed with was the toughness that Heston showed. And I talked with some of my coaching buddies who mm-hmm. I'm friends with the coach and staff, so I can say that. Right. They were happy with the toughness that the Swathers showed against a very large team. And I think that one comment that I heard was that um, our kids were very well prepared. They had conditioned well to deal with the heat. Mm-hmm. They weren't cramping um, and things were going well. I did see you up on the berm. Yes, I am a berm person. And I want to say that sometime when there's not as much going on around town, one of our episodes will be specifically dedicated to where Rusty gets all his cool shirts and how other people can get them. Because I'm like, oh, Rusty's on the – oh, there he is. I didn't even have to concentrate because he had on a a shirt that is like – had some serious swagger, but back to the sports I, I'm, stuff. I'm trying to have the loudest golf shirts possible. My goal, my my new motto is look good, play average. So that is what I want to do for golf shirts. And mine, my, mine is look average, 
play below average, apparently. <laughs> so, so, but anyway, there was a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. So also, we need to address the the giant, gigantic Swather Special Cross Country Meets coming up on Thursday, and that is the largest meet outside of the state meet that is hosted here in Heston. And uh, let's be honest, it can be a zoo. It can, but it is seriously one of the most colorful and invigorating mm-hmm. events that I think I've ever. Uh, watched as a spectator i just so appreciate how respectful the teams are the variety of skill level they bring those tents in the parents come they park they walk they stay and what really is extremely emotional for me is when the day is winding down and those teams are leaving to see the schools that stay mm-hmm. and that they just are there and enjoying one another's company. There's such camaraderie, and, and I'm really looking forward to Thursday. Yeah, that's a it's a gigantic event. It's amazing to be a part of, to watch. I've been out there before. It just It's mind-blowing the amount of people that come to the golf course and run for the Swather Specials Cross Country. Also on Thursday, middle school football and volleyball are both at home. So it is all kinds of things going on on Thursday Busy in day. town for middle school and Swather sports. Uh, HGS Tennis is hosting a tournament on Saturday here. So that unsung dynasty of the Heston High School tennis teams hosting. So you want to see some really good high school tennis, slide out to the tennis courts on Saturday. Sounds good. And Heston College women's soccer is at home on Wednesday at 7. So... Another full slate of activities going on here, and no. I'm supposed to I'm supposed to make a plug that the middle school football still needs a public address announcer. So if there's anyone out there who's interested in doing middle school football, I'm I've I've grown up. I've, oh, you graduated? I've, I've graduated. From that? Well, okay. When is it? That is on. That's on Thursday. I at can't. Five o'clock. I have to watch Swather Special. So. Otherwise, yeah, but I would. if there's anyone out there that is interested, contact Clint Stoppel or anyone at the middle school. They can point you in the direction. It's a really cool gig. You get to see some middle school football. You do the eighth grade game, and you get to tell, say who's got the football and first and ten or whatever. It's it's fun. Yeah, and you could probably even ask who got sacked or what's in the sack. Oh, and we have a transition into what's in the sack. We're playing this game, and Jackie's with us now. Howdy, howdy. So we're going to play once in the sack. Last week it was peaches, and this week I'm I'm supposed to guess. Am I supposed to guess? Sure. Do we have a hint or not? No hints. I think it's a pair of leggings. That's what I'm afraid of. I'm afraid it's going to be Look a pair of leggings. Uh, <laughs> Look at the size. You can almost see through. There's no leggings. Come on. Okay. What's in the sack? We had... Well, we... <laughs> I recall there was a pumpkin spice theme discussed. Oh, that's uh-huh. right. Okay, I'm going to guess it's a it's pumpkin spice coffee. Wrong. I'm going to wager it's a small pumpkin itself. Wrong. We still have all of September and October to get through. <laughs> I like to make connections, and so in the sack is cheese. Why would there be cheese in the sack? Look at this. That, intro, is, the, that intro, is the intro. smoothest segue we've had in three episodes. I like it. That is fantastic. <laughs> it was. It is. So don't forget our book club. Our September read is Who Moved My Cheese? We are meeting the second Tuesday of October. Um, so that's going to be exciting at 730 in the community room at the library to discuss Who Moved My Cheese? We still have plenty of room in our book club. So that's a cool deal. Let, not, let me just move oh. this cheese out of your way so you can continue. Yeah, I might have an early morning snack. Well, um, we're getting on close to lunch, so it's... <laughs> so we've got lots of exciting things at the library today. Um, 
we are welcoming April Kabagambe. She is going to be coming into the library as a circulation desk person. Um, she brings a whole host of different skills and is a really neat person. I've known her for a while. So when you see some new faces, she's starting next Monday. So that's an exciting thing, getting back up to, to full strength on staff. Um, Excuse me. Yeah, it'll it'll be a good time. So when you see Miss Miss April here, um, she's joining our team, and I'm really excited about that. Uh, we're going to have a grape time at story time tomorrow outside. Our theme is grapes. <laughs> I picked up on that. I'm a big fan of good and bad puns. I, I can't help it. I can't help myself. But kiddos are going to be able to. Uh, we're going to tell a story about grapes. We are going to be learning about the different ways grapes come in. So I've got some raisins and some regular grapes and some grape juice. Perfect. Um, and then they're going to be able to make their own grapes with handprints and thumbprints. So there's a I, Pinterest is my friend. There you go. Uh, you take a sheet of, of butcher paper. You draw a vine on it. You They dip their hands in green uh -huh. paint. And I then like they dip it. their thumbs in purple and they can make their own grapes. And in preparation, should people show their kids that episode of Lucy where she and Ethel are stomping grapes? Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, everything's about TV for me. But. Why not? Well, huh? and next week they can also watch the uh, Chocolate Factory one okay. just to prep themselves for... Nice. <laughs> I have uh, to get up here tomorrow. Yes. So story time is tomorrow at 10 with our Wednesday Wigglers. Um, it's always a good time. These kids are great. We've got our after school programming is starting today. Uh, Tuesdays are going to be our Lego challenge days. So today at 3.30 to 4.30, um, our after school programming for anybody kicks off. Okay. So When does Dr. Brenneman come in? Oh, right. Math Academy. Yes. Um, Math Academy is Mondays, obviously, not yesterday um, but Mondays Wednesdays and Saturdays he's here from on Wednesdays from 3:30 until 5:30 so dr. Brenneman will be here um, he's also coming in on Saturdays now so if you're in sports and you're not able to make it after school uh, dr. Brenneman here is here on 10 at 10:30 on Saturdays great service so very much so and this isn't just for kids it's for college students as yeah. well thing you do yeah yeah he goes all the way middle school all the way up through college um, he is a college math professor which is why I keep calling him dr. Brenneman mm -hmm. um, he's a, a wonderfully smart person bring your homework bring whatever you need um, he does suggest that you do bring problems with you um, that way he's got something to work from sure and right I off like the bat. that idea too so okay. great good thing. yeah and it's also still september so we are still in the midst of library card sign up month you still have the chance to win 20 bucks to the park if you are a new patron 15 if you drag in uncle larry and uh, sign him up for a library card um and i do have some some tough news uh <laughs> baker and taylor our major book provider has been down for the last three weeks so if you have been expecting a new book to, that has been ordered or you're on the order list for a new book, um, our major book provider is down with a ransomware attack. Oh, no. Um, so, yeah, bummer there. We are working on getting books in as we can, but we apologize for the wait if you're like, I really want the newest. Um, it's not us. It's it's our book provider. But you'll give ideas of something they could read in the interim. Absolutely. We we love to, we love to give our opinions on books and awesome. what you should read. Well, absolutely. Thanks. So, yep, that's what we've got going awesome. on. Awesome. Very, on very cool. Just so you know, Susan, I technically was probably a Wednesday wiggler a million years ago. 
Because I, rem- I remember going to the library to story time. And once upon a time, mom was late picking me up. And she picked me up walking down the street because I was going to a friend's house. I just decided, well, mom's not here. I'm going to walk down Weaver Street to a friend's house. There you go. You were a great problem solver even as a kid, Rusty. I thought... Or I just didn't think one of the two. A lot of neck thoughts. We went over this. I run on okay. neck thoughts sometimes. And you well, don't get very far running on September's up and running. Put away the white jeans. Put away the white yeah, shoes. I didn't know that's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. You don't wear white after Labor Day. I, Big no. But it's okay, really. <laughs> don't, don't go home and, you know, do too much work in your closet because that's a whole episode that we don't want to forfeit for later. But. I didn't know things like this. I, well, Like I said, fashion sense of an eighth grader. Hoodies Great and stuff. shorts for me. All um, good. Try and stay comfortable. Or loud golf shirts. Well, thank you so much, Jackie. Um, you know, guys, if you're out there, we want to hear from you. Email us, HestonPodcast at gmail.com. Pretty simple. We've got good stuff coming up. Like I said, Dr. Joel Garber next week. And I think also Clay Stoffer might be stopping by to talk the Manica Mosey, the Heston College nice. two-mile fun run, walk, jog, sprint, whatever you want to do, the Mosey. No reason to be bored in H-Town. Everybody be no, safe. Take right. care. That's right. And so that this has been, once again, the weekly walk through H-Town coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library recorded with podcast equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>